Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, cowboys and cowgirls, to the next episode of Ingles and Ian, a Cowboys Right for Free podcast. And as always, the man, the myth, the legend. Your friend and mine, Ian. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm good, man. Happy to be back. I took a took a little bit of a week off. That I didn't really. Well, no, I kind of intended to. Because I, I I went to a camp from like Monday to Wednesday. Then I went to San Antonio Friday through Sunday. So. You going to camp, showing off the showing off your arm, those QB skills. Oh yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Well, there wasn't a football there. Bummer. It was, it was, a, it was a, like a senior leader camp, so I was helping like mentor kids and stuff. Nice, nice. So that was cool. Yeah, I was actually in uh, Oklahoma, Texas last weekend myself. Uh, went to the PGA Championship uh, on Thursday in Tulsa. It was fantastic. It was hot and humid as Tulsa gets this time of year but I uh, had a good time when I played lakeside with my little brother he shot really well I did not but such is life that's all golf goes man you do not know I I just I haven't I you know I hurt my knee I hurt my back and everything else I just haven't had a chance to like really be consistent at actually practicing like when I can hit balls once a week i can genuinely shoot mid 90s which is a far cry from what it used to be but that's where i'm at at this point in my life uh but you know it, it's just one of those things where you know i i what's weird though is when i was young i could never get off the tee well but now i'm getting off the tee great and i can't hit my irons you know to save my life so who knows Yeah, uh, I just can't hit worth a flip. I'll have some good shots here and there. I can't do it consistently. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're here to talk about Oklahoma State sports. Unlike the last podcast when Robert was on and we just went off to like all these little bunny trails going all over the place. <laughs> um, the Cowgirls golf ended up their season. They didn't make the cut for match play, which is sad. But you know what? All things considered, losing your top two golfers, just a heck of a year for those women. Uh, I'm really excited for them, and hopefully they can continue and grow and you know be more part of this program and eventually make it onto the tour. And you know, if they want to make it on the tour, I should say, um, and keep you know keep pursuing this this game of golf, but. Shout out to them. They did a great job. Um, I mean, you lose the top two golfers on your team and you still win the regional. That's pretty huge. So I I think that's a big feather in their cap. It should be a big springboard going forward. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's going to be, um, I mean, props to them for going as far as they did. 
But, you know, when you lose your top two golfers, it is it is what it is at that point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's just that's just tough. And hopefully we can pull in some more girls and don't lose any other <laughs> don't lose anybody. Uh so but yeah. And but I think the big thing is we got going on right now is softball because the men have decided to screw up their national seed and lose what seven of the last nine or something like that. And so, but I mean, the women are on the super regionals against Clemson and that is going to be a series, but first, I mean, they went 12 and 0 against Fordham seven and four against Nebraska and two and oh against UNT. That's 21 and four over three games. And they shut out two different teams. That's, just impressive yeah especially with um nebraska they won like the big 12 or big 10 uh tournament mm-hmm. so beating them 74 was big uh fordham didn't really put up much of a fight north texas uh i was pretty impressed with they um i it took a bit uh for osu to get some runs in so north texas put up a fight uh, one of their outfielders had like a little bit of fun with the fans. So that was really nice. I, you know, so not really like a rivalry, but it's, you know, it's another local team and I'm, it's always nice to, for them to come through and uh, yeah, survive in advance. I actually heard something on the radio, ESPNU radio, which I listen to all the time. It's very, basically the only thing that's on in my car. Um, they had a reporter from ESPN talking about softball and they're talking about the pitcher for OSU, like, how hard it is to grind because most softball pitchers aren't used to grinding that deep into a game against UNT and how she just made pitch after pitch after pitch after pitch. And it was like one of the most impressive things she had seen in a long time about how she never missed. And so, you know, they're, I think, I think they're primed. I know me and Robert talked about this a bit last week, but I, I think on I honestly think, it's going to come down to Bedlam for the national title. Uh, odds are, oh, you will beat us, which sucks, but you get it in a two-game series, winner-take-all. Someone gets hot, you never know, right? But it is it is definitely, I feel like they're peaking at the right time. They, they got slapped down at the end of the year with Florida State and OU, they rally back when because it would have been easy for them to just like whatever punt and take a regional and go into the postseason with the Big 12 tournament. But they rallied, beat OU. I think this team might be something special. I, you know, I was thinking about that. You know, like they have a bunch of momentum right now. But it's one of those things where in softball, anything can happen. A big opportunity has opened up for Oklahoma State with Florida State losing because that's who they probably would have faced. Beating Clemson, going to the World Series, that would have been their first game. So now you're taking on either an unseeded Arizona or Mississippi State mm-hmm. should you win the series against Clemson. That's, that's pretty big going into what this Women's College World Series is. I'm hesitant to say that they – 
are going to go to the national championship because you never know. Virginia Tech's a really solid team. Um, Obviously. I mean, Arkansas's yeah. in there. UCLA is always a powerhouse. And Duke, I think Duke beat Oklahoma State in Arizona. That was in, like, the, the first week in the UCLA, season. So. Like, this, this team, besides the last week of the season where they played Florida State and OU, like, the majority of their losses came in the first, like, 10 days of the season. And so, if, if they go up against Duke again, which we did lose to, uh, I, it's going to be a much different team. It's like playing a team in August versus December in football. I mean, it's just a very different dynamic, right? Yeah. I mean, man, it's, I mean, it's, it was going to be tough regardless. And you see what teams are left. I mean, well, heck, beating Clemson, you're – so, like, there's, like, bracket one and bracket two, right? You open up – OSU is going to open up in bracket two, and it's going to be uh, the winner of Virginia Tech and Florida, so a national seed. Stanford and Oregon State, who both beat Tennessee and Alabama to win their regionals. And then you have Mississippi State and Arizona, who beat Florida State in 15. So, there's only going to be two na- one other national seed in your, like, bracket deal where there's going to be a guaranteed three national seeds in the other bracket. So, I mean, it's, there's a lot of good series this week. I also, can I talk about this for a sec? Um, I know that Oklahoma state calls himself America's brightest orange, but I think Clemson's is technically brighter. (laughs) When you look at it, they got Uh... a brighter, orange is someone who lives in Clemson territory I live less than 100 miles from the university right now at least the apparel ours is much brighter maybe it's the juxtaposition of the purple and the orange that kind of dulls it but just seeing it I can see the difference that it's darker than our orange in terms I of, I think just from like looking at the logos, looking at the logos, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm just, brighter. I'm just telling you from apparel that I see every day, it's not like and exp- and I got a fresh dose of OSU apparel, you know, this last week. It's a different color orange. Let me take a look at this real quick, okay. And Ian's going off book. Do, do, do. Let's talk baseball real quick. I mean, well, I mean, I feel like their death has like, been over exaggerated slightly. I just, I just don't know what happened. All like they were rolling and going, and you know everything out, every adjective you can talk about, like good team peaking at the right time, and then poof, they just like crap the bed everywhere. And, you know, they were basically a lock for regional and super regional. They may have, I think they have to win the Big 12 championship to get a regional at this point. So it's just baseball is way more finicky than softball is just be, it's just the nature of the sport. 
pitchers can only go every four or five days versus softball where they can go every other day or every day. There's a lot there, but it just felt like they just, they were rolling and all of a sudden it was just like they hit a brick wall and I just, maybe that's the brick wall they need to hit, right? They, they got two in their heads, reading their own press clippings, all the coach speak adjectives, blah, 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 blah. But maybe that's what happened and that's what they needed. And they'll, you know, pick themselves up off the ground and keep going forward. But it was not a good luck to lose those many games going in. Granted, they what one, two out of three against Baylor to finish the season, but Baylor's not tech. You know, it's just they just went they went from third to thirteenth in nine days. That's not a good that that is Never a good thing to do as a college program, <laughs> you know, especially when national seeding is online. No, I definitely agree. I think they may have just gotten complacent. Where like, oh, we're probably because what I've seen is that they're like in the thirteen range, and my my bet is that they will not host a super regional, but they will have an opportunity to host a regional. They swept Texas. That's where they play first. Uh, there was some weird stat that I found that like they always made like the Big Twelve championship game in uh, baseball. I have no idea if that's true. So I mean, they, yeah. I mean, I think they could turn it around because we've seen, we've seen madness in the. Uh, NCAA tournament. So, whatever happens, happens at this point. But I, I'm not a big fan of this, uh, this ending of the season. Obviously, you want to see them split with Tech and TCU. You had TCU at home. Heck, you had both of them at home, and you still, and you went over six. Right, but so at this not... point, at this point in the season, home field advantage isn't what it would be a month prior. Most of the students are gone. Sands aren't going to be as rowdy. You know, it's it's a different kind of environment this time this time of season. But I mean, you're right. They got the pitching to do it, and if their bats can get hot at the right time, I think they have the bats to do it. It just can both of those sync up at the right time because if the pitching gets cold, they're done. I mean, that's what's kept them in a, a lot of it. I mean, even especially that first series against Vanderbilt, they only hit like 190, but they still took two out of three from one of the best teams in the nation, right? So their pitching is fantastic, and their bats can either hit 120 or 400, depending on the series. And it's very, it's very Jekyll and Hyde. So hopefully we get more. Well, I, don't, I never know which is the good one in that one, Jekyll or Hyde. But... <laughs> One or the other. I get what you're saying, though. I mean, yeah, we'll see what they do in the Big 12 tournament, obviously. Uh, now being played in Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas, which I, if I'm not mistaken, Oakland State has not won a game in Globe Life. Well, it's only been, I mean. In three, three games. 
Yeah, like I mean, the first year was open was the COVID year, and they hosted the World Series because it was a like sort of a neutral site kind of thing. But I mean, they can't have played more than three or four games in globe wide. So, oh wait, they played BYU in a series there, so they have they have won two games. Right, I was about to say it's not like they're playing in Bricktown. They have a terrible rep record in Bricktown or at yeah. you know, the Driller Stadium in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so, fun thing for all the fans out there, we are exactly 100 days away from football. I don't know. I'm not at the point where I'm, like, ready for football season in a way. Like, I'm enjoying the other sports right now, and I'm not at a point where it's like, oh, I got to have football back in my life, you know? So, I mean, I'm happy it's 100 days away, almost less than 100 now. But at the same time, I just want to enjoy some other sports right now, you know? But I feel like, you know, really we've got well, men's golf is they're gearing up for the uh, tournament, which starts or the regional start on Friday, I think. Next Friday, yeah. Which is BS that we're number two in the country and have to go to Ohio State where OU is number one and they get to host one. So I, I guess they do their regionals different, but. Is it the national championship at Karsten Creek, though? Is it? I, I, I don't. If it is, I don't know. Because, like, if they. If, if it, it is sense. at Karsten Creek, that makes more sense. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, it is at Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale, Arizona. Huh. Okay, no, well, that can't be right. That must be a regional. No, that's a championship. Okay, well, then what I must have saw was weird. I guess they've already done that. But anyway, uh, you know, the men... You say OU was hosting one? Yeah, what I saw earlier was OU was definitely hosting one. Does not look like they are hosting one. The hosts are Texas A&M, Florida Atlantic, Yale, Pacific, Alabama, and Ohio State. Hmm. That's a cut last year's in when I was looking oh, at the earlier day. And these were determined on January 30th. Okay. So I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Full seed for golf. Okay. Wait. Okay, this might have. Oh, that might have been for the first round. Or maybe I'm tripping. (laughs) I just, I found the thing, the um, result deal. Inside the regionals were like Stockton, Bryan, Texas, so Texas A&M. 
Yale, Columbus, uh, Florida Atlantic, and Norman. And yeah, these are the six regional sites. Oh, okay. Then I, I must have misread the dates and I so thought they maybe, were maybe they changed it or something. I'm not I'm not sure. Cause I, I bet what they did was like it was like your closest regional, and obviously they can't put OU and OSU in the same regional. So they put OU in like the second closest one, which would have been Brian. Texas, so that doesn't. Okay, so that still doesn't make sense. I don't know. Golf's weird. Golf is weird. But yeah, so we mean the next two weeks, we're going to be hitting a big dead period, really, for sports, right? Baseball, we wrapped up. Software, we wrapped up. Golf, we wrapped up. Yeah. What are you going to do to get yourself through the summer of no Oklahoma State sports, man? Uh, well, you may just just rewatch, just rewatch the Fiesta Bowl. Sometimes <laughs> you could, uh, I don't know, depending on how the uh, Women's College World Series goes, rewatch that. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of things to do. You could take a walk outside or something. <laughs> um, for, for me, I've started, granted, it's only eight episodes, so I'll be done before then, but I started rod, watching Outer Range. Mm. Uh, Josh Brolin show on Amazon. Really cool. I dig it a bunch. Oh, no, I always hate the dead period. Yeah, dead period is not great. That's what that's when the craving for football comes back. So I might just end up watching like random bowl game highlights. And that's when we're gonna like start like previewing the upcoming season, which we'll obviously preview the games again. But the long term outlook of we're gonna have nothing to talk about for like three months. So Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully, dear listeners, y'all stay with us. The the few of you who are still with us. Um so yeah, so yeah, anything else for us, my friend? I do not. Yeah, it's uh we'll have a lot more to talk about next week. I mean Big Twelve Championship in baseball starts this week. We open open up against Texas at nine AM, which is a terrible draw. But it is what it is when you go from the one seed to the five seed or four seed, whatever happened. Yeah. I mean, when you also have, um, you know, four games you have to play, somebody was going to get the short end of the stick. So, yeah. Not much you can do there. All righty, Cowboys and Cowgirls. Until next time, your good friend of mine. Laters.